0: This is episode three of Live Life Well, the podcast for all things wellbeing. Join us over the next few weeks, months, and decades as we uncover all of the facts from speakers, experts, and practitioners in every single subject related to wellbeing. Today, I'm joined by Harps from Harper & Cooper Opticians. She will be telling me all about eyes. We are in 2020 and it is the decade of perfect vision after all, 2020 vision. So Harps will be telling us exactly about the business Harper & Cooper opticians and also about eyes in every single stage of development in your 20s 30s 40s 50s etc and what you should be doing at every single stage it's also all about the style so we'll be talking about styling your eyewear thank you so much for listening first of all you run a very successful business thank you tell me exactly how it came about okay so um our
1: business is Harpen group Opticians. We are an optician's practice in Cheltenham, in town centre. It's my husband and I who own and run the practice, we're both opticians. Um, we wanted to set up opticians in, in Cheltenham that had really great styling and had a really great eyewear range and that we could spend time with people. That was a really big thing to us. Our why is help people feel great about themselves, giving them the confidence to conquer their
0: world. That's why we do what we do. I think that's really unique, actually, because I've been to so many opticians and it's just, I mean, as a little girl growing up, I know we've had this conversation before, you wear the most monstrous eyewear, you feel appalling and you go to school and you're just like cringing. So what made you think style is so important or has that always been a focus for you?
1: It wasn't because I had that experience when I was at school as well. Mm. My parents couldn't afford nice glasses. My choice was two pairs of glasses clear and flesh oh, those no. are the exact words a woman use clear or flesh and i'm just like holy moly yeah. Okay, clear please exactly and i was eight years old and it was it was horrible and i felt ugly mm. and that's a really horrible thing to grow up with when you're a child going through your teens that you are always conscious already going through hormonal changes anyway totally and then, and then you've got like i had one eyebrow braces frizzy hair <laughs> flesh, i feel like we're kindred spirits glasses, here. We yeah really definitely are. and it was awful so you know what i want to empower people to feel better than that because they deserve to feel better than that And glasses are better than just being something that's a medical device. Mm.
0: In this country, medical device. In other countries, it's a fashion accessory. So it really is marrying together the fact that it's medical but fashion. Yeah, totally. They can do both. Okay. So with the business itself, your husband and wife team, how does your husband feel about the style side of it? He's
1: cool. And he's actually pretty trendy himself as well. Okay. So it's it's not just female, it's it's male as well. Yeah, totally. Because he loves great eyewear. He and I are both short-sighted since we were both like eight, nine years old. He knows what it feels like to have crappy glasses, mm. and actually he knows how different you can change a look with great glasses or really horrible ones as well, one that don't make you feel great.
0: So come on then, how do you pick the perfect frame for your face? Okay. It, I mean, this is this a, a loaded like, question, isn't it? Massive secret, but okay, I'll tell you guys.
1: <laughs> what we do is we ask you, as a patient, really simple questions.
0: Mm.
1: How do you want to feel in your glasses? What do you want people to think when they see you wearing your glasses? Is it they want you to think of you as today she's in business mode? Don't mess with her. Mm. Is it today she's in a professional mode? Is she friendly? Is she approachable? Is he in, you know, a rocking stage? Is he looking like a, like a rock star? How do you want people to think about you? That's where we first started off. And then we then start working out actually how does this frame make you feel? Do you get to where you want to get to in this particular frame? Then we ask you about what you wear in your wardrobe and your colours and stuff. What colours you like to wear? What compliments you? Katie and I and Dips will also talk about your face shape. Your eye colour, your hair colour, all of these things will then jump in together. And you might break the rules and say, you know what? That sounds really great, but I really love these. If mm. that's what you really love, have what you like. I'm breaking the rules in these frames. These frames should not be technically the right frames for me. Why is that? Because they're too big. Okay. Because, you know, as we were taught, you should have small, if you've got a small face, small features, small frames. Well, you know what? I really love them, so
0: yeah, whatever it's... the rules can say. And really interesting, you said there's just three of you, isn't there? Yeah. It's a really really small boutique environment where you get that intimate relationship. You're really discussing and finding out exactly what those person's needs are. I think that's what makes you really unique as well because, you know, it's not one size fits all. You really are taking the time. How long does it take for someone to find a pair of frames? Or again, is that how long's a piece of string?
1: Yeah, how long's a piece of string? People can come to us and say, I've been everywhere else. Nothing that I found but like what you guys have got in here. I think because we ask them the right questions and those we can just... I don't, I can't quite describe, but I can look at somebody and I can just say, you know what, this will look great on you. And I don't know why, it just does. When you've done it for so long,
0: mm.
1: it just clicks. And there's, I can't put the science behind it all the time.
0: For so the people, there is science. It really isn't about... I mean, you can make any frame medically perfect as it needs to be, but that frame has to speak to that person.
1: Yeah, totally. And you have to feel, get the vibe.
0: isn't it weird though it's changed
1: it has because for us it's just like oh can you see through them yeah okay yeah
0: and that was awful and i had one pair and like people are now wearing frames when they don't even need to wear them that's great that to me is mind-blowing this is interesting so i was talking to a
1: young girl recently really beautiful early 20s classically beautiful and she said i work in a very male-dominated corporation and i don't get taken seriously like, when I talk to clients, they ignore me and talk to my colleague. Actually, I'm equally qualified to my colleague, but mm. they completely ignore me. I said to her, how about a pair of power glasses? Zero, zero prescription. Mm. You get a pair of frames that make you feel really great, and you wear them to your meetings and to your you know to your events or whatever. People would think, the association is, if you wear glasses, you're a little bit geeky. Mm. You must ever be a bit more clever, which is what the old thinking used to be, right? So why don't you wear some glasses to kind of like, boss it up? And she's like, yes, this is a great idea. And she had some really heavy, thick plastic acetate black frames which look seriously awesome like you know and zero zero lenses. Nobody's them. And to do this in a meeting, talking to somebody and then this again with a meeting that one again. It's
0: a really powerful move. You're right. Very powerful. And for her it really helped it up her game. But people actually she was good anyway, mm. took it more seriously. It's for confidence and it's perception and perception. it's it's all about how you feel, isn't it? Yeah. It so is. if we move more to the medical side, yeah. what should I mean when you're a child, yeah. your eyes are continuously growing. I was told, is it right, that it's about 20s, your eyes stop growing? So do you mean growing as in changing prescription? As in developing. Okay, so developing is, so
1: old research was up to the age of eight. So your visual pathways, they are plastic from the age of about zero to eight. Now research shows about up to about 11 or 12. So if, for example, somebody if a child had like a lazy eye, And they used to do a patch, and they still do, put a patch over the good eye to make the bad eye work, Mm. work work better. They used to be cut off at the age of eight. Now it's actually the age of, you can still get results after the age of like 10 or 11. It's because the brain is very plastic in that period. Your actual eye size, the actual size of your eye is the same size from the moment you're born. It's just about how your head fits into it. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, it totally is. So So people's eyes can still change prescription-wise. Yeah. But in terms of what your brain and what your eyes see and how they communicate, that's
0: fixed after the age of about 11 or 12. And is that why we always think children are really cute? Because they've got really big eyes. They haven't. They've just got really small faces. Maybe
1: they're just
0: because they're really cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to use it from now on. They've just got help. small faces. The, the eyes lashes, are the same.
1: And the cherub cheeks. Yeah. kind of helps as well, right? When
0: they are okay. like scream with their heads off, it's great. So, <laughs> no, I totally agree. So, the eyes physically, basically, a bit of an odd one here, but... I know someone who does eye exercises okay. every day. They're kind of in their 60s, 70s. Yeah. Are you saying that's pointless?
1: No, do what you like.
0: But if I do, it won't do this, harm. what's it, it going to actually do? It won't do but it's any it's going to do anything.
1: I'm not a yoga expert. So okay. I'm not going to go against what yoga people say. Um, I've done it myself as well in a yoga class because, hey, in for a penny, in for a pound, do the whole lot. Mm. It
0: won't do any harm. Okay.
1: It'll do no harm.
0: Okay, so children changing when you're in your 20s what is the most common thing you find eye-wise that people come in and say oh this is a problem i get really tired eyes after using my
1: computer screen all day that's the biggest thing that we hear all the time or my eyes really ache i've been on my computer screen Oh, okay and i say you use a computer screen yeah and how about your phone oh yeah i use that well that's also a high-powered computer Mm. people don't register as a phone being a high-powered computer Think of the computer as a block like an old-school Apple Mac. That's not a computer only when you use yeah, tablets, it. phones, devices. All these things are all computer screens. And what are those screens doing to our eyes? So this is kind of controversial, and there's going to be a couple of schools thought about this. So one school of thought that I am personally brought into is that these devices emit blue light radiation. Okay, Blue light radiation, when you're exposed to that, what it does, it stops your brain from secreting melatonin, which is a sleep hormone. Which is why the advice that you hear now is, an hour before you go to sleep, turn your devices off to allow your brain time to start secreting melatonin so it helps you to sleep. If you're still on your phone at night, because let's be real, we all are. Yeah, 12, yep. Yeah, you know, romance is over now. Let's just be on the phone instead. Mm. And you're on your phone like this and you're still getting the blue light radiation. You think, oh, you know, I'm tired now. I'll go to sleep. The sleep quality you get still isn't as good as it could be. Yes, you get a blue light filter. It's better than nothing. Mm. Um, and there is a school of thought, and a lot of people are now having, and asking us is actually about this, getting a coating on their glasses with a blue light filter. It's a blue anti-glare oh, coating. Oh, wow. So, other than while I've got a normal green anti-glare, anti-glare coating, you <clears> can <throat> get a blue one that blocks the light from entering your eye in the first place. Um, and that makes
0: perfect sense.
1: It's really, really interesting, but there's another school of thought that says there's no actual evidence about this. So, it's kind of which way you kind of work with it. In Japan, okay, so in Japan, for the last 15 years, people who work on computer screens... They have been wearing blue light blocking lenses for fifteen years. You can buy them from a vending machine. Whoa. It's so they're so pro. Yeah, we recognize the difference it makes to our lives as well. So um, from a well-being perspective, they have. It's, it's a very they, cheap way, isn't they've it? They've got it clock, You know what? I want blue light blocking lenses. I'm going to buy them from the vending machine. Mm. That's just how cool it is. That's so uh, so clever. People are getting over that much more now in their twenties, much more aware about what the impact it has when you're using devices on a regular basis.
0: And what impact does it have to the deterioration of your eye? Difficult to say about deterioration, but more about the symptoms. Tired eyes feel a bit gritty, mm. they feel a bit
1: sore, and they just feel like a little bit heavy. And these are just signs that your eyes are just working really hard, you need an eye test. Probably got other things that are going on that need a bit more attention as well. For example, dry eye, that can also be an issue. Um, and regular breaks are the best advice I can give anybody. Okay. We use the twenty 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 rule. Every twenty minutes of work that you do on a computer screen, look away for twenty seconds at something twenty feet away. Give your eyes a bit of a rest. When you're on a computer screen, and you look at something, you're in the zone, you're doing like three hours worth of work. I'm in the zone, don't talk to me, people, I'm in the zone. Yeah. I muscles get fixed at that distance. So they haven't had time to contract or relax or anything else, they are not looking at anything else. When you look elsewhere, you're like, Oh god, vision feels really blurry, can't yeah. quite see it anymore. It's because your muscles were, were fixed at this distance for three hours. So regular okay. breaks will help your muscles to relax a bit more. They need to relax
0: when you can distance vision. That's a big deal. That's amazing. Okay. so 2020, people. 2020. 2020. It's 2020. 2020. So the first thing we can definitely say is the 2020, I think that's a really good takeaway point Mm. so far from this podcast. Take the 20 minutes, take the 20 seconds, do the 20 feet. Easy, simple, and very, very, you know. It's workable. Exactly. Totally workable. Your boss isn't going to tell you off, are they? They're not even going to notice. No, they're not. So we move on to the 30s. Okay. What are you looking at when you're a 30-year-old man, woman, you've had your 20s, where are you now with your eyes? With your eyes, it's kind of pretty stable, to be fair. There isn't really much that's going on. People are becoming a
1: bit more aware about how they feel. I'm noticing now in their specs, got a little bit more disposable income, or less if you've got kids, or dogs, or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, you know what, I still want to feel good, but maybe not spend as much money on feeling good. Or I want to get a value. That's a big thing. People are looking for in the 30s. They want value. But they want to feel good at the same time as well. 20 kids are like, yeah,
0: you know, we'll wear what's going to be great. But the 30s are much more aware about the pockets. I think right. You're right. I think 20s are very much, it's not throwaway, because I would hate to say that. But it's it's much more, I'll go with what the trend is at the time. That's fine. Whereas the 30s, you want that enduring. Yes. So how do you pick your frames? So how do I pick our frames? So Katie, I so where do you get them from?
1: Okay, so um, we source our frames from around the world. Um, we go to trade shows. Um, Katie is constantly researching frames. So Katie's um, your
0: right hand woman. She I suppose. is my right
1: hand woman. I could not do the job without her. Mm. Like, she's amazing. Um, so Katie does a lot of searching for frames and suppliers. Talks about what's going on in the magazines. Um, just stuff on Instagram. She's finding stuff as well. And then we'll reach out to suppliers. say hey, we look at this. We like this style. What do you think? Suppliers will approach us. We now get people approaching us saying, we, we think you, this is really, really good in practice, we want to have a look at them. Yeah, we'll have a look at them as well. Mm. Um, one of our biggest um, selling frames is Andy Wolf. Um, Andy Wolf. Andy okay. Wolf, they're a phenomenal collection. And they approached us to stock them because he had a look around. Hope these will look really good in your practice what do you think and Katie was like yes these look amazing and they have just been wonderful
0: it's really so wonderful. fascinating to hear you talk because it's something like hats for me like I just wouldn't see them as like that everyday item but they are now becoming that and I wear like we said it just isn't about right I've got to wear this because of this I'm going to wear this and I'm going to look good in it so the 30s is very much about that end 40s you must be moving more to people that are very used to wearing their frames, very stuck in their ways. How do you then get them to change their style? Because obviously their faces are going to change too, we age. Yeah,
1: that's a fair point. So, the 40s, a couple of things happened in the 40s. People start developing this thing called long arm itis. I can't read it anymore. Oh, now I can. That's much better. Oh, that's even better over there. So, t- it's definitely a medical condition. It's, it's totally, yeah. yeah official <laughs> official call itis at the end of it, yeah. This is a sign of maturity as I tell my patients and they're like, What? I'm mm. turning into to my parents. Yeah, I'm <laughs> really sorry. Very focused on option for you. They're like, oh my God, very focused. Oh, God. Like, yeah, it's an option for you. That this is this is something to change. So that's the biggest thing in the forties. They're thinking, you know what, I need to start relying on and they start clicking. I've got to look after myself now. So very focused, just in case
0: people don't know what what are very, so very focused where
1: you can have three lenses blended into one pair of glasses. There's no line visible, no one is wearing it, okay? This will be me in two years' time. I'll need a very focal in two years' time. So, no line, this could be a very focal. The top part is for distance vision. The middle part is for the middle, like a computer screen. The bottom part is your reading. So, you can look over here and look down here, and it's all clear for you everywhere you look. Got it. Or you can get reading glasses. Just for reading only, it's clear from here to here. Anything beyond here, you ain't going to see it. You have to do this. That's not which, a are, look. which we see a lot. Which is like Dumbledore. Yeah. Which is great for Dumbledore. But if you're not Dumbledore, it's not a great look, okay? Um, you've so, got to be magic. Yeah, oh my God, a wizard. <laughs> um, so if you're not Dumbledore, don't bother, okay? Um, or they have live on your head or you've got a cord. A yeah. cord is not a sexy look,
0: people. No. So, it's not a sexy look. And it must contact be lenses. a safety, safety hazard as well.
1: Yeah, so you get caught in Yeah, you know, slip and trip hazard, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or contact lenses. People are okay. thinking, you know what? What else can I wear? I don't want to wear glasses all the time. What else can I wear? Contact lenses. In a very focal design.
0: Yeah, you can Does get that. Does that actually exist? Totally. God, that's amazing. Totally. Yes. That must be quite new. No. that definitely wasn't around when I was contact wearing it was. Okay. You didn't need them because you're not old enough to get right Well, yet. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> yes. So with contact lenses, obviously you have to have the right eye type to be able to deal with them. Because I used to really struggle with dry eyes. Okay. What can you do to combat dry eyes? Oh my god, dry
1: eyes is massive. There is such an industry around dry eyes i could do a whole podcast on just dry eyes
0: and i suppose is that something that people get more in their 50s and say right then let's do 50s and dry eyes okay. tell me about it dry eyes is a big issue especially in women
1: mm. who are peri post premenopausal. as you're going through the change okay you have differences in your hormone balances in your body and the increase in the hormones in one direction causes a dry eye issue okay as things dry up down here they do here as well Got it. and it's really sucky, and dry eye is really debilitating. People just think, bit of dry eye, wax from drops in, suck it up, love. Mm. No, I have seen patients with dry eye who are in so much pain, I have heard people who have tried to kill themselves because dry eye oh causes them gosh. so much pain. Yes, and
0: that's an awful so thing. So for their mental health, they really are struggling. It's awful,
1: and people just think, as they get older, my eyes get a bit dry, that's just how it is. And when we pick it up in, in practice, we're like, no, your eyes could be better than this, but mm. they have no idea. So what I said to my patients is, okay, your eyes, Mrs. Jones, are currently at this level here. If you started doing what I you to do, supplements, for example, um, taking dry eye drops, using a lubricant, doing things in your diet, mm. they'll start feeling up here. When you start getting up to here in comfort level, you'll realise this was pretty sucky. Yeah. But until we show you what better could look like, you won't know. And because I think this is how my eyes always been, it's because I'm getting old. And they think everything's because I'm getting old. My joints hurt because I'm getting old. My hair's falling out because you I'm getting old. You don't have to take it. No, you don't have to take it. There is always stuff out there. And dry eyes is massive.
0: It's huge. So this is... We did... The um, Live Life Well viewers. We also ran Cheltenham Wellbeing Festival in 2019. And we talked about invisible women. How women get to a certain age. And they literally just don't feel like they are worth exist, Not worth existing, but worth making that effort. And they want to feel that kind of want and wear the nice clothes. But... They just take it as a given that this is their lot. So I I guess with the eyes, we're saying to these women, you don't have to accept that. You can actually choose something different, and you you deserve to choose that different. There is always
1: an option. If the stuff that you're buying from your local chemist isn't working because it's just really basic, quite frankly, go and see somebody who is a specialist in dry eyes. It'll be an optometrist who can do that for you. For example, anybody who is a specialist dry eye consultant, they can do that for you. If they can't resolve it, they'll say, "You know what? I can't get the bottom of this. Let's refer you on to somebody else. Let's refer you to the hospital." Mm. And some hospitals have specialist dry eye people who do that for who are consultant ophthalmologists, and they're phenomenal. And there are oh, there's always an option. You haven't got to suffer. There's
0: always something that you can do that's better than what you have got right now. So Don't suffer. Harper and Cooper opticians, they will help you with dry yeah, eyes. Yeah, help with
1: dry eyes. Yes, dry eyes are becoming so popular everyone's doing dry ice stuff but yeah we definitely do dry ice
0: and from a nutrition perspective what should you eat to so,
1: help with dry eyes? omega-3 is massive for this so our western diets are very high in omega-6 not high enough in omega-3 mm. we should do more in omega-3 so supplements are shown to make a big difference yes things you can do in your diet normally but often it's not enough for your body to absorb what you should be absorbing in that food itself so you can have the food supplements wouldn't be a bad thing either if you want more support on that, you want more help on that, see a nutritionist. Okay. See a nutritionist because they will give you so much more support on that. And they can really tap into what you're missing out in your body at the same time as well. You're probably missing other things in your body as well. Mm. You're not quite getting, but omega-3 is huge.
0: So it's a big sign that nice. there's, there's other things going on nutrition-wise as totally. well. yeah, totally. Okay, so we move on to the 60s, 70s. Yeah. What are we looking at with the eyes then? Because it's inevitable our eyes are gonna be aging in a way that's not gonna be beneficial, so what can we do? So in your 60s and 70s, two things are the most
1: prevalent in terms of age-related. One of them is cataracts. So cataracts are really common. Um, it's one of the most common conditions we see in practice every day. So what is a, what, what's a cataract? The lens in your eye goes cloudy. So when we are born, we're born with a transparent lens. As we get older, we're exposed to more UV light. That UV starts making our lens get a little bit cloudy. It starts off going yellow first, mm. and then it goes a little bit cloudy. A cataract is the lens in, in your eye has gone cloudy. And there's an opacity on that lens, and symptoms of cataracts are a look, bit looking like, looking like a foggy bathroom window. You're like, I just can't quite get it clear. Yeah. Why isn't it clear enough? That's what a cataract does. Other things it can do. It helps. Um, it stops you from driving at night time because the glare, my headlights are just too bright. People complain about a lot about headlights at night time. And they say, I just can't cope with the glare, love. It's just too much. Because mm. when light hits that opacity it, scatters the opacity, it scatters the light everywhere, which is why they just can't see so clearly. So that's a big issue is cataracts. There are things that you can do, for sure. The things that you can do, the biggest thing you can do about that is UV protection. And this is what I bang about, bang on about all the time, UV protection. And you can get that in three different ways. UV is in the atmosphere all the year round. Even if it's cloudy, even in the winter, even when it's raining. So you've got to wear UV protection either get it in
0: you're not wearing sunshades though right
1: yeah so that's what people think i don't (laughs) have a sunglasses when it's raining like a fool or a celebrity Mm. exactly so you can either wear sunglasses get the glasses that change color or what we're talking about more and more about now what i've got on my glasses now is a clear uv coating so clear coating got it on my spectra here completely clear no one knows you've got it on Mm. and it still does protection so those are things that you can be thinking about to start defending your eyes Okay. If we can
0: avoid eye surgery, let's avoid eye surgery. Yeah, totally. let not avoid this, let's not. And what is the cataract eye surgery like? So, if, if someone feels like they've got their symptoms, they can yeah. tell they have a cataract, what, what is in store for them? What can they expect? It's a really easy procedure. It's 10 minutes.
1: The actual procedure itself, the actual surgery, 10 15 minutes max. They could do it with their eyes closed. <laughs> they don't, let's but they could. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. I couldn't resist. It's so common. You know, the, the consultants can do 10 of these in a day back to back to back. is the most routine thing that they do every single day. It's just so easy to do. They'll do your worst eye for you first, then do your second eye for you. In theory, four or six weeks later afterwards, sometimes they don't, but bigger gaps, waiting lists are massive mm. uh, because there's a massive demand on the NHS. It's, it's, it's really difficult. Some places have got a month waiting list, which is, I think is, is unacceptable that you letting people go blind because mm. there's a waiting list for something like this. So uh, people will eventually
0: go blind permanently?
1: If, not, not So blind, we assume blind as in black blind, as in like, I can't see anything at all, I'm mm. completely blind. No, that's not the definition of blind. It's about how much of your vision is reduced. So having contrast reduced, for example, that's an, that's an impact of how much it affects your ability to live your life. Mm. People who, for example, are artists, want to do watercolours, they will feel debilitated because they can't see colours properly because cataracts influence their ability to see colours. People who do dressmaking or sewing, they can't see the fine details so clearly because it's just going to be impeded so much. It's all about scale, isn't it? All, yeah, it's, it's all about scale, but they have to put things in place that say, if you see this level of vision, your vision's too good, We're not doing it for you. Stone mm. vision, yeah, okay, we'll do it for you. They have to be militant about it because they just can't let anybody, everybody going in to have surgery done. We're okay. living for longer as a population.
0: Yeah, and And that's that's sucky, but it's putting a lot on resources. So if we're going to go to the upper ends, then eighties, nineties, what what have we got in store for the eyes there? Age-related macular degeneration. Okay, this is short
1: known as AMD. Okay, Um, this is just an inefficiency of a visual system. Okay, so at the back of your eyes, when you're younger, you have a chemical reaction that takes place. End of a chemical reaction, you have waste products. When you're younger, they get taken away by your um, bloodstream, kidney, liver get broken down. As you get older, they get left, and you get these little flecks that are left on the surface of the back of your eyes. And that can be a risk factor towards something like macular degeneration. Mm. The centre of vision starts becoming worn out, essentially, and it gets a little bit more knackered, and it just can't cope with the amount of information it wants to be able to absorb. And you get two different types. Um, the one type is not such a big issue in terms of your vision, it's called the dry type. Generally, minimal visual impact, one of those things, what are you going to do? Mm. It can be severe as you get older, and you can have people who've got quite severe dry issues, but it's not that bad. Well, I say that, but I have seen it quite bad at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the more severe type is the wet type. That's where you get a bit of a fluid at the back of your eye, and that's where you get a very dramatic vision loss. The good thing with that one is they can, they can treat it, they can give injections, and they can reverse it. They catch it a certain time scale. So there are things that can be done. Again, supplements are a big deal, but something like this, and also UV protection. But we have to accept you've had your eyes for 90 years, Mrs Jones. Yeah. Things are going to change. They're going to work. And it's, it's, it's horrible because it can lead to you being left registered on the blind register. Because Gosh. you can have minimal vision. Your vision is completely... Looking at your face right now, to me, it's completely clear. Mm. When you have macular generation, people's faces are completely obliterated. You've got to look to the side to see their face. Oh, hopefully. that's awful. It's rubbish. It's really horrible. And it's awful for people who are so... patient with independent. They want to keep on living their independent life. Don't wanna rely on their kids or have mm. to, you know, give up their driving ability, or can't see their watercolours, or can't play bowls when they're used to having dependent gets taken away from you, it's mm. a really horrible feeling. It really is. And it's
0: properly heartbreaking as well. So we've just really gotta watch out for those signs as Watching soon out for as those possible.
1: things is, is, is a big deal, but there's also support out there as well. Lots of charities who do a lot of sight loss support, things that you can do to help you get back to your old life again. It's not like it used to be, but it's better than having nothing at all. So do Harper and Cooper opticians work with any particular charities that you'd... There's quite a post few people to? In, in the UK. There's a lot of charities that are Cheltenham based There are some in Worcester, for example, as well. Um, there's so many people out there. The resources out there are huge. There's it's a
0: lot of resources out there. just making people aware of, that it is out there. Totally. And I suppose that older generation as well may not be that kind of internet savvy.
1: No, so it's up to their kids and their grandkids to help them out a little bit on that as well, but also up to us as opticians. It's our responsibility. Yeah. Tell them, like, you know what, you can go and do this, research this, go and visit this person, because isolation is a big issue as well. Mm. This generation of isolation, I don't want to be a burden on anyone, do you? I don't want to you know, make somebody come and help me, you know, I want to do it on my own. So you've got to maintain
0: the independence, but not let them be isolated at the same time as well. And that's really tough. And that's exactly why we're trying to do this Live Life Well community, because we want it to be that people are interacting, talking. It doesn't matter what age you are, which is why we want to talk about all the different ages of your eye health today. But there's one age that we've kind of touched on, but not gone fully. So we'll just do that before we um, finish, before I finish, we've got three tips. Babies, mm. what can babies see? So
1: when they're really small black and white kind of it's you have to be really really close for them Mm. to see so when we're born we're born long-sighted as you get older you get more and more towards zero so that's why regular tests are really important some areas in the country do screening in schools by the age of four and five well they'll come in and they'll do a screening service can you see can you see Mm. but it's not a full eye test if you want an eye test go to the opticians it's completely free for all children when they age 16, they get free eye tests on oh, really? Yeah, they absolutely do.
0: Because I suppose as parents, you really want to connect with your child. Yeah. And for parental well-being and, you know, even with, we talk about postnatal depression, it must be really hard to connect with something that can't see you. If, you, if it was that bad, you'd know. So
1: would the health visitor pick it up really quickly and the mm. GPs Or they're saying, so you know what, this baby's making eye contact. And they quickly quickly will say, something here needs to be looked at in more detail.
0: So when does a baby start making eye contact?
1: Straight away, they can because they recognise voices. They'll your smell. It'll be you know the figure that they see. For example, they'll start interacting with that. But bond between the mother and the baby will be a much bigger thing as they get a bit older. They start seeing things, and that's why colours are so important. Mm. When you have colourful toys, for example, start introducing them to different colours that so they can start working things out. Um, you know, you get those books that have black and white yeah. contrast books. That's yeah. why they're really good because it helps them to see things really easily. They can pick out the lines. Thick lines or thin lines, pick them up really quickly. Got it. And then hospital eye tests are more advanced than that. They'll pick up things at a very young age, and they can work out
0: if baby can see right for their age or not right for their age. And how would you know if you had a young child? What would be the signs you'd be looking for to see if your child might need a pair of glasses? So um, the development from when they how their birth was. So the birth if their birth, for example, if if you had
1: a traumatic birth and you may have had to had forceps used. That can have an impact on baby's development on their eyes for example um one thing we we'll look ask people to look out for is clumsiness so if your child's really clumsy particularly clumsy i mean this was average, me as a child okay so more than average mm. um and if they bump into things that you're thinking they should have seen that really what was going on there and also we're noticing more and more if your kid plays up in school a lot could be because they can't see the board and they're therefore their bored as well mm. Or because they can't focus, they can't concentrate what's going on, therefore they have something else they want to do because they're bored. So if kids are a little bit short of attention, that is also something worth looking into. So
0: we've got clumsiness, focus.
1: Yeah, clumsiness and focus. And also, okay. if you think, you know, you see that bus over there, what bus, mum? Yeah,
0: yeah then you know out. you've got a problem. Get it checked out, yeah. And the last thing I wanted to ask about was, what do you stand on, what's your stance on laser eye surgery? It's a great option. Perfect. It's a great option. Our job to give you the options. We do it. It's up to you. Mm.
1: You should feel fully informed. Leave any opticians What's available to me at this point in my life? What are the pros? What are the cons? And we should be giving you all the information that you ask us for. We should be also giving it to you independently as well. Say, hey, you know what? These are the options available to you. It's a completely fair option.
0: So I think what we can really draw away from the three points that you've said are most important are your UV. Yes, you've UV got to have your really UV. Even babies, by the way, and kids. Oh, really? Yes,
1: kids and babies need to wear sunglasses all the damn time seriously wow. by the age of 18 you have been exposed to 80% of UV light in your entire lifetime because children's pupils are so big okay that's that's a breathtaking. It's, it's, it's massive it's absolutely wow. massive so I've made my kids wear sunglasses from the age of 2 it was hard it yeah. was really hard it's like come on put the glasses on get the glasses on get them all off again put them back on again yeah. come on guys put them back on again and you just build the habit Whenever they come off, put them back on. Okay. I bought them three pairs of sunglasses each. Don't know where they are now. <laughs> Every year <laughs> I buy them sunglasses. It doesn't matter. eyes are
0: fine. It doesn't and, matter.
1: And now they love it. Now they're they saying, wear my sunglasses. Because they got used to having good sunglasses that are good quality ones. Not the ones you pick up for two quid from the market. No, get some decent ones. Mm. Um, you am not going to spend £100 on them either. But get some decent ones and get them to wear them as a habit. You wear them too. Hey, we're all wearing sunglasses together. Mm. Get to habit. it develop that habit it, 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 it's Get very it. powerful that's a massive thing you can give to
0: your kids so we've got the uv we've got the supplements yes uh for your dry eyes mm-hmm. and for beyond as well mm-hmm. and we've got that 20, 20 20 principle
1: that's a great rule yeah. uh,
0: what i'd love to ask you which we're asking most of our guests is what would you say is the way to live life well generically or just with eyes let's do both
1: okay generically do you know what makes you happy I like to swear, but I won't mm. do what makes you happy, forget the rest of them. Because when you're lying on your deathbed, you'll never think, I'm so glad I made somebody else happy and not myself.
0: And
1: mm. watch less TV, <laughs> because
0: I think we're all guilty
1: think, about... oh, I should watch more senders yeah. on my deathbed. You'll totally never so think right. that. That's that's my I'm, I'm learning that more and more in my own personal self. So actually, you know what? Do what makes me happy. Mm. Could live my life with other people, doesn't make me happy at all.
0: That's a really, really good point. And Mm. what about for eyes? UV. UV. UV, straight up. So be happy and UV. Yeah. It's been my absolute pleasure to talk to hearts from Harper and Cooper Opticians today. I do hope you enjoyed listening. You can listen to the podcast again on any of the platforms that Anchor will do, or you can listen on our YouTube channel. So we look forward to uh, having another one for you soon. Thank you so much.